Welcome to the Break Up to Breakthrough podcast with your host Tash, an awakened empath who is here to share tips, guidance and support on getting you through your breakup. I am here to remind you that it is okay to feel what you are feeling and to embrace this next chapter of your life. For every ending is a sign of a new beginning, so love yourself first, focus on healing and let's celebrate your individuality. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 50 of the Breakup Coach podcast. This episode is all about the subconscious and conscious mind and how it might be impacting you in dating and in relationships. And if you don't know anything about the subconscious and conscious mind and how they work and how they differ then I'm excited for you to hear this episode because it might give you a few light bulb moments where you're like, oh my God, I am completely being led by my subconscious mind, which has made me sabotage situations that I've found myself in. So first of all, I want to ask you, have you ever found yourself in a situation that looking back on you are sort of thinking, I would have handled that completely differently if I could go back and do it all again. All because you acted on pure emotion and let your subconscious mind take the lead. And this can happen in many situations in life, but when it happens in relationships or dating, it can really impact sort of how situations end up panning out. And when I was thinking about this, looking back over my behaviours, I can see where I was completely led by my subconscious mind. And when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking, you know, back in relationships, like certain relationships that I've had, I would get a text that had triggered me and I would respond immediately without a second thought. There'd be like something that would be, it would be like some, a behaviour would be take, like take over me and I wouldn't be able to control myself. And this would mean I would be responding off pure emotion and I was being led by old patterns and deep rooted behaviours that I wasn't aware of. And then I would never end up getting the result that I desired or that served me. And I would end up being sort of really, really hard on myself that I had allowed a situation to get out of my control or I had allowed a situation to sort of overpower me and I didn't think that I'd handled it in a way that I would have liked to. Now, if you have been through any trauma in your life, you may have found that you put walls up against people who could get close to you or that have the potential to hurt you. And this especially happens in relationships and intimate relationships. So when they say or do something that affects you, your immediate response is to say, excuse my language, but fuck off, I'm out, I'm better off on my own. And if you resonate with this, I want to say it's because you've not dealt with something that is deep rooted within you. 
And at The Breakup Coach, we no longer want to allow those behaviours to take the lead. And instead, we want to find balance between both our conscious and subconscious mind. And when I say subconscious, this could also be said as unconscious mind. So if you have heard that phrase, then I'm talking about the same thing. So if we think about our subconscious mind, I am talking about the part of your mind that holds all of your learnt behaviours and the part of your mind that actually ends up controlling probably 90 to 95% of your life. It is the part of your mind that speaks to you in your dreams. It is the part of your mind that records everything. It is not logical. It is the feeling mind. So that is when I say it is led off pure emotion. And this is when you may find that you have a knee-jerk reaction to a situation, but then end up reacting in a way that is not serving you because you're going off old behaviours. Because for the subconscious mind, there is no distinction between the past, the present and the future. It's all the same thing. So if you're reacting to a situation, but reacting in a way that you would have in the past, your subconscious mind knows no different. But in this episode, I want to share how you can unlock its power and actually using the subconscious to your advantage. And you can learn to communicate with your subconscious mind. This is where you can become so much more aware of when it is trying to take over. So what I usually do and what I make an effort on my own healing journey and to help my clients is that it's so important for you to take a step back, for you to breathe, for you to count to 10 and allow yourself to bring yourself back into the present. So you don't need to react straight away. You can actually take some time before you respond to a situation, especially if this comes from a text message or a phone call or even in person. You can allow yourself to take time out for you before you respond. And what I also want to mention, because this is something that has been coming up for a lot of my clients, is that they're living in a lot of fear. And we want to start by eliminating fear. And fear is a normal emotion to have, but a lot of us are walking around living in fear. And fear is something that comes from our subconscious mind and can end up controlling what we do or don't do. So if you ever find yourself living in fear that something bad is always going to happen or that things will go wrong, then you are being led by your subconscious mind because this is an old pattern of behaviour. And this is something that has been learnt to you by something that has happened to you in your past. Because something that I ended up realising was that because of my past relationship with a narcissist, I would walk around just feeling like I was walking on eggshells. I was constantly scared to speak my truth. And... I always then end up th- ended up thinking that if I did, 
And if I said what I needed, that that person would leave me or that I would end up disappointed. And this meant that I would then end up self-sabotaging situations because my fear would completely take over. But what I've had to learn and what I teach all of my clients is how we can replace that fear with something else. So instead, I choose to replace that fear with a feeling of peace. And this is something that I work with clients in terms of meditation and hypnosis. And I'm going to talk more about this in next week's episode. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about how you can actually go about doing this. But I want to focus more on the subconscious mind and the conscious mind in this episode. Because with the subconscious mind, it's important that you have mantras that you can repeat to yourself when you feel the subconscious mind taking over. So you can take back control over your mind. Your mind doesn't have power over you. You have power over your mind. So you can say things and state things to yourself like, I am in control of my reactions and my responses. I am allowing myself time to hear my own thoughts and understand how I truly feel about the situation before I react. And what you also might find helps is that if you read things out loud, so for example, you might receive a text and you might read it in a way that then fits your subconscious mind's narrative of, well, things always go wrong, this is what's happening right now. But instead, what you want to be doing is read that text out loud, write it down, process it before responding and allow yourself the time to actually understand what the other person is saying because throughout your life you have programmed your subconscious with thoughts that you have repeated to yourself that have then become habits so what we're doing is we're trying to break bad habits which takes time and takes patience and it takes awareness of what's actually happening and if you are to or if you go and google sort of the subconscious and conscious mind you're going to find a lot of images of an iceberg and you will see that the majority of the iceberg is under the water now that is your subconscious mind and there is a small amount of the iceberg which is above the water which is your conscious mind so you can see the difference and the amount of the percentage of your subconscious mind which is about 90% of your subconscious mind with 10% at the top which is above the water and your conscious mind is where you do all of your critical and logical thinking it's your short-term memory and it's where you will find all of your willpower and all of your self-control and it is where your sort of it's your objective and thinking mind so it has no memory and it can only really hold one thought at a time but your conscious mind basically has like four essential essential functions the first is that your conscious mind will identify information and that will be either through one of your six senses so that will be through sight sound smell taste touch or feeling 
and your conscious mind is continually observing and categorizing what is going on around you then the second function of your conscious mind is comparison so you might then find that you are comparing the information that you're currently getting with previously stored information and experiences. The third function of your conscious mind is analysis. So you are able to analyze what you are, what you are receiving. And then the fourth function is actually deciding. So if you then know this information, you can then bring these four steps to allow yourself to slow your thinking down and allow yourself to slow the response down to a situation. So first of all, you want to identify what's going on. Then you want to compare when have you received information like this before. Then you want to analyze the information that you are receiving or the situation that you're going through. And then after that, then you can decide what to do. Then you can decide how to respond to that situation. Whereas if we look at the subconscious mind, it doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. So if you find yourself spiraling out of control or overthinking scenarios in your head, you're being controlled by your subconscious mind. Now, there are different ways you can help yourself when it comes to finding the balance between both minds. But one of the biggest things that you need to be doing is allowing yourself space and time and quiet to hear your thoughts before responding. And one of the most powerful ways to do that is through meditation, because meditation can then boost your own brain power. It can allow yourself to relieve stress and it can also promote higher learning levels. So with all of these steps, so if you're meditating, but using the four steps that we went through, so identifying, comparing, analyzing, deciding, it allows yourself to do that without responding straight away from your subconscious mind. So you're practicing using your conscious mind rather than being controlled by your subconscious so now that we know that the subconscious mind runs between 90 and 95% of your life, so it regularly hijacks your conscious mind and takes over your conscious mind, and that is the part of you that decides things. So for example, if your conscious mind is you telling yourself that you're finally ready for that big love, for that real steady partner for that healthy relationship but then your subconscious mind is storing all of these things about and all of these memories of when you have opened yourself up to love and it's gone wrong or that whenever you do open yourself up to love you get hurt then you're not going to end up with somebody who wants the same thing as you because you're being led by your subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind's main job is to try and keep you safe and happy. So it doesn't want to step out into the uncomfortable. 
So it really tries to keep you in your comfort zone. So if your comfort zone, if where you're so comfortable is either being the victim or constantly living in chaos or constantly avoiding things, if that's where you're comfortable, that is where your subconscious is going to try and keep you. Whereas your conscious mind actually wants to think what you need right now, your subconscious mind is thinking what you needed in the past or how you've acted in the past. When your subconscious mind is keeping you sort of stagnant and in the same place, all because it's predictable and all because that's where it feels safe, it might then convince you that being single is what's going to keep you safe. Then chances are you're most likely not going to fall for anyone. Or if you do, then it will quickly fizzle out because your subconscious mind is telling you that it's safer to be on your own than it is to be with somebody else. Because if you're with somebody else, you are at the risk of somebody else's behaviour or you're at the risk of being hurt. So your subconscious mind is obviously going to try and keep you where it actually just feels safe by repeating the same patterns. So then you end up in the same situations over and over again. But then the reason why you end up in these situations is so that you can become aware of them and so you can heal them. So there is a spiritual purpose of the subconscious mind and it is so that you can see the places where you're stuck and where you need to evolve as a person. So you might believe that you're unworthy of love and then you might date somebody or be seeing somebody who basically confirms to you through their actions and maybe through their unavailability that you are unworthy of love. So your subconscious pulls in the partner that brings it all to life as a reflection. So your unworthiness is the case that needs to be highlighted for you so you can then heal that part of yourself. You've got to think that what you believe within you you are creating outside of you. And if you want to go a little bit deeper, then we need to start acknowledging sort of past traumas around intimacy, relationships, even from your parents. The subconscious is holding on to and will recreate again and again until you're willing to stop running from it and do the work to shift it. Once you do that work you will find that you may be open to someone that you were maybe not previously attracted to or you might find yourself even feeling freer within a relationship that exists or within a dating scenario that exists because working with the subconscious mind, you're basically trying to understand all of your belief systems on love, relationships, respect, where you feel safety, where you feel trust and how you can trust people or whether you can trust people. But what's important is that you become so much more present as to where you are right now and allow yourself to start paying attention to your habits and your thinking patterns because they are going to be able to give you so much more information about what is stored in your subconscious mind. And then what you can start doing is implementing exercises or working with somebody, say that be a coach or a therapist, that can actually help you in dealing with those thoughts and releasing them. 
So your subconscious mind will then start to be reprogrammed to think differently, to see differently and to feel differently. The main thing that you can do to help yourself if you haven't got the facilities to speak to somebody about it is by meditating. So you can connect more with your subconscious mind. You can also start to observe your own self-talk. So how you talk to yourself dictates the quality of love in your life. So I want to remind you that you are worthy and deserving of the love that you desire and nobody can take that away from you. And what is important, what you can also start to do is start to be aware of the problems that you are facing in your dating life or in your relationship. So the problem could be that you might be really hung up on the past. So you could be thinking about past relationships and they are seriously influencing how you are subconsciously entering new relationships because you might end up constantly thinking about past mistakes or thinking, you know, oh my God, why did I say that? Or was I too needy? Did I ask for too much? Whereas the solution to that problem is allowing yourself to be vulnerable in a relationship where you feel like you can really, really trust the other person. And this is where it comes into you really getting sure on your own values and what you want and need in a relationship. Another problem that you might face where your subconscious takes over is that you might have low self-esteem and high self-doubt. So you might end up self-sabotaging situations because you're constantly thinking that I'm not good enough or you will end up sort of doubting your own abilities to have and maintain a relationship or you may have unrealistic expectations of a potential partner because you think that you don't deserve anyone worth having. So the solution to that problem is to start connecting with your inner critic and start being aware of when that comes up and when those voices are coming up and you want to start trying to become more conscious of that and having a awareness to your own self-talk you don't need to let those thoughts control your life instead start to try and understand where they're coming from become more aware of them and instead turn those thoughts into positive ones and if you need to then that is when you start need you need to start putting affirmations on your mirror and reading to them to yourself and repeating them to yourself every morning that you are worthy of love that you are a beautiful person inside and out and that you are good enough for the love that you desire and for the relationships that you desire, for the friendships that you desire, for the job that you desire. There are many ways that this can work and there are many ways that we can learn to find the balance between our conscious and our subconscious mind but it all has to start with you and your own awareness and I can't tell you the amount of breakthroughs that I have had since doing this work since allowing 
myself to be patient and calm, not being taken over by the fear and instead choosing to replace that fear with a feeling of peace or a feeling of love and that ultimately I trust that what is meant for me will be mine and in doing that I can affirm that to myself which brings me so much peace and so much calmness that I don't need to be controlled by past experiences, by past trauma and that I am not being manipulated by my subconscious mind to impact future relationships all based on past relationships. If you relate to this and feel ready to do the work and to step into your power and to work with your subconscious mind rather than it working against you, then please feel free to book in a discovery call and we can chat about how I can support you on this journey. I have one-to-one coaching coming up in mid-October. So if you are feeling that calling, if you would like to delve into this a little bit deeper with the support, then please feel free to reach out. If you resonated with this podcast episode, then I would love it if you could share with somebody that you know needs to hear it. If you could like and subscribe or comment, leave a review. I appreciate you and I appreciate you all for listening. I'm sending you all so much love and light and I will see you all in the next episode.